This is Desiree Summer, and you are listening to the podcast where we are talking about ways to have fun, to play more in our lives, and to find the adventures in all our big dreams and goals. Thank you so much for listening. Here we go. Today we're talking about play, specifically 11 ways to play at any age. And if you're like every adult I know over the age of 35, you probably aren't getting enough play. In fact, you may view it as unnecessary, undignified, or just plain silly. But if you think playing as an adult sounds like a bunch of hooey, you should really think again. Because even the science community has come around to saying that play is essential, not just for kids, but for adults as well. You can take this quote from the excellent book on play by Stuart Brown, and it it has a lot of the science in it. The quote is this, When play is denied over the long term, our mood darkens. We lose our sense of optimism, and we become incapable of feeling sustained pleasure. There's even a scientific word for that, for being incapable of feeling sustained pleasure, but I won't bore you by trying to pronounce that several times over. It's interesting because I actually got a little behind in my podcast. So when I wrote this blog, I didn't think it was going to be that popular. I'm really interested in play and I loved the idea of it, but I didn't think it would go over well. So you can imagine my surprise that this has turned out to be one of my most popular blog posts ever, and it's popular with a wide range of people, especially people over the age of 50 um, and well into their 60s. And I really didn't think it would be popular because just as I noted in the intro there, I don't see a lot of people who play anymore. I know a few people who are regular players. They have something, a hobby that they love, but I don't see very many adults, particularly over the age of 40, doing much to play. So I just assumed maybe I was the only one interested in it. But it turns out a lot of us are very interested in it. And I think as we get older, it sort of becomes hard to figure out how to play anymore. We're not going to play the same way we did when we were eight years old. So what do we do? And we're definitely not going to play the way we did in our 20s, right? I am a total word nerd. I love to go back to the roots of things. When I looked at the word play, it's really interesting because some of the root of the word went back to the idea of movement. Although you will see that a lot of play does involve physical movement. But the more interesting word that it went back to was to leap for joy or to dance. That's really the essence of play, isn't it? That spark of joy that lights you up. So when you're looking for play, that's what you want to look for. I didn't feel like I had time 
in the article to go through it, but it's really interesting too, because if you look at how you define play in the science community, it's very specific. It is freely chosen, personally directed, and intrinsically motivated. So it stands outside of our normal life. That's the key. It's not going to be something really serious. The consequences aren't serious. And yet, for it to be play, it has to be really absorbing. Right? You lose time when you're playing. And then that last part there, it has to be intrinsically motivated. So it can't be connected to profit. And they're very, very specific about that. But I think what's tricky is as adults, we often try to combine play with our to-do list and our goals, and it falls apart when you do that. If you're playing and you're going for a walk or a bike ride, but you're counting it towards your goal of, I don't know, getting in shape, losing weight, it doesn't really work very well. It doesn't feel like play anymore. It also has to happen within its own boundaries of time and space. Sometimes in science and literature, they'll call it the magic circle of play, meaning that play often has its own rules. That's what makes it so fun and so absorbing. It doesn't always go by the rules of real life. Think of freeze tag, right? Not at all like real life. And yet learning those rules and abiding by them and learning how to break them or maybe bend them is what makes it so fun. So when you're setting up play or you're thinking about it, that's something to think, to keep in mind. To kind of highlight some of what I just talked about, I thought I would go back to that book, Play by Stuart Brown. It's a really great book. It's been out for a while, and I remember reading it about 10 years ago because I've been interested in this for a while. The first quote goes like this. Life without play is a grinding mechanical existence organized around doing the things necessary for survival. Play is the stick that stirs the drink. It is the basis of all art, games, books, sports, movies, fashion, fun, and wonder. And on that note, I will give you the list of 11 ways to play. So how about you take a joyride? Go for a ride on a bike. There is nothing in the world that will take you back to that sense of wonder than having the wind at your back flying through your neighborhood on a bike. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't matter what your age. Getting on a bike and taking a bike ride will definitely instill in you a sense of wonder and play. Number two, make a mess. As adults, we often play by the rules and we often know the rules way too well because we don't get outside of our comfort zone. So find a way to make a mess. Find a way to forget the rules, to break the rules, to not be neat and tidy. Whether it's in the kitchen, my favorite would be making some pasta. Homemade pasta dough, definitely a mess, but a lot of fun. Or you can go in the garden, also a favorite of mine. Uh, plant some flowers, plant some tomatoes, a veggie garden. Or of course, you can also make a mess artistically. Break out those watercolors. Number three, team up with animals. They truly are the play experts. If you have a dog or a cat, spend some time playing with them. Or if you were, as I was as a child, very, very enamored of horses, go find a place where you can take a ride. Number four way to play, find the thrills. 
uh, remember going for a swing ride and trying to make the swing go up and over the bar? I'm not going to ask you to do that again, but find a porch swing and go for a swing. Take a child to a water park or an amusement park, a carnival, uh, go up on the Ferris wheel. How about double daring someone? If you decide to make that pasta, go ahead and bet them the last glass of wine that you can finish your pasta faster than they can finish theirs. Number five, remember that age-old advice your mother would tell you, go outside and play when you were underfoot. It works for grown-ups too. So think of ways to have friends over or family and play outside. They can be super low-key, um, low physical activity. Think lawn games, badminton, horseshoes, bocce ball, is this how we say it? Or even croquet. Or go outside, go for a picnic. When was the last time you went anywhere for a picnic? There's always a park available. Pack a little lunch and go for it. And last, of course, if you are lucky enough to be near a beach, please do take advantage of it, right? A little volleyball, some kite flying, maybe even a little easy desert dune buggy ride. That might be just the ticket. Number six, hone your ability to play well with others inside. When it's too hot, too rainy to be out of doors, switch to playing games indoors. I know it sounds obvious, but you would be amazed how many times we forget that there are board games and card games to play with friends. Anything from Jenga, Monopoly, my favorite, Clue, or how about Gin Rummy, Uno, or maybe even Cards Against Humanity, depending on who you are. Number seven, get lost in wonder. Go out in nature. When was the last time you looked up at the night sky? You can Google and find times when comets or meteor showers are gonna be in your area. Pack a thermos of hot chocolate, take someone with you, and do a little stargazing. But more than that, there might be a natural wonder near you, or even just a simple forest, or a beautiful natural landscape. Too often we forget about that, and we forget about how much nature can fill us with a sense of fun and wonder. Number eight, host a play date. When was the last time you and your family or you and your friends actually did a fun play activity together? All too often we get together and we rehash our day or we talk about old exes or things like that. Taking um, some sort of activity together can change your whole perspective and your conversations. Consider taking a class together. How about a cooking class? Italian sounds wonderful to me. Or how about one of those paint and sip wine classes? Number nine, get out of the ordinary. As kids, we're just naturally sort of taken out of our routine because we have these things like spring break and family vacations and summer camps. As adults, you have to make your own way to get yourself out of the ordinary. And I know, I know, you can't take a week's vacation. So many of us can't, but I bet you could do an extra day on the weekend here and there. So why not plan some sort of weekend retreat? Whether it's to actually go camping, but even more than that, just getting away for three days on the weekend, going to the city that's nearest you for a little weekend in the city, super fun. But what about if there's wine country or a beach that's like four or five hours away, a cute little town with a bed and breakfast you could explore? All very viable three-day weekend ideas. Number 10, the greatest show on earth, 
no, I'm not going to force you to go to the circus. I have a lot of reservations about circuses nowadays, and I bet you do too. But think instead of ways to go to a show that would appeal to the kid inside of you. Think of musicals, maybe Lion King, The Aladdin, my favorite, Phantom of the Opera. But more than that, how about Cirque du Soleil? Or a fun dinner theater show where you can be a part of a mafia wedding that's gone awry or you can help figure out a murder mystery while you have a fantastic dinner. And my top number 11 tip for how to have fun, don't be afraid to get silly, especially when no one is watching. Silliness is probably the one key ingredient to all kinds of fun. When no one is watching, put on the tunes, host your own private dance party, build Sundays for dinner, even just putting your feet in the grass or in the sand. Don't be afraid to let your hair down. So that's it. Those are my 11 ways for you to play. I hope you enjoyed this retrospective podcast. Have a wonderful day. Bye, you guys.